You're listening to Road Bike Action Magazine's Bike Tech with Assistant Editor Michael White. Thanks very much for joining us. Hi, George. Thank you very much for having me. Now, what a topic we've got today. This is something I never really think about, and I think a lot of riders are kind of in the same boat there. It plays such a huge part of how the bike works, how it rides, but again, never really think about it. The bottom bracket. That's right. The, uh, the bottom bracket, especially in this day and age of uh, the modern road bike, uh, the bottom bracket really is the foundation of the of the entire machine. Uh, and like you said, it's something that most of us never really think about. It, it's a pretty innocuous uh, part of the bike, but uh, again, it really uh, really dictates a lot of things, ranging from performance to ride quality to stiffness, uh, all sorts of things. So how is it such an important piece of the bike, and, and, and why is it so overlooked by so many of us? You know, that's a very good question. Um, obviously, it's important because that's right where your cranks mount up, and that's where, that's where pretty much most of your power uh, coming from your legs is going to be going into the bike. Uh, it goes right in through the pedals, through the crank arms, into the bottom bracket, and throughout the rest of the frame. So uh, it, it really is the, the heart and soul of the bike in, in a lot of respects. Um, as to why people sort of overlook it from time to time, uh, you know what? I honestly can't say. I, I think it's not really a, um, uh, you know, quote unquote, a, a sexy part of the bike. Uh, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on, on the wheels and you know, the paint job, uh, even tires and bar tape, you know, more aesthetically pleasing things. But, uh, but the bottom bracket itself is, is really, really uh, something that most people should, should consider taking care of and uh, maintaining and uh, you know, looking at different options for, for their next bike purchase. So what is the change that's happened here? Chris King and Argonaut joined forces on, on a new product? Uh, that's correct. So one of the biggest pieces of uh, bike tech news that have come out over the past week uh, has been the announcement from Chris King and from Argonaut Cycles. Uh, about the release of their new uh, bottom bracket standard. And uh, w- when we say that when uh, in the industry, when we say uh, a new bottom bracket standard's been released, uh, most people uh, you know, kind of roll their eyes and, and say, oh, here we go again. Uh, there's, there's many, many bottom bracket standards out on the market, uh, many proprietary versions from the different bike manufacturers, and there's also uh, a wide variety of ones that are used throughout the industry. Uh, so again, having a, having a new quote-unquote standard come out is... Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a tricky situation. Um, but anyway, Chris King and Argonaut had teamed up and they've, they've created something that, that us at Road Bank Action, we feel might be a really, really, uh, big game changer for the industry. Uh, and what they've come up with is, uh, what they're calling the T47 standard. And, uh, it's basically the, the goal of the, the project that they went about uh, doing is to eliminate the problems associated with the modern press fit bottom bracket system. Uh, for those who don't know, the modern press fit bottom bracket is very, very popular. It's used throughout the industry on most modern carbon frames. Uh, again, widely used, and it, it basically utilizes uh, 30 millimeter bearings uh, that are pressed into cups uh, that are then pressed into the frame itself. Uh, and uh, again, it's something that's widely used throughout the industry. Uh, largely because it works with the large bottom bracket shells found on most carbon frames in order to achieve you know, maximum stiffness and performance and all that good stuff. Uh, where the problems arise, though, with the press fit 30 system is that uh, the tolerances for installing press fit 30 and, and into, a, into a road bike frame are, are very slim, very, very tight tolerances. So, for example, in, in simple terms, if you're trying to 
press in a bottom bracket into a shell, uh, you need a lot of precision, and there's not a whole lot of room for error if you want to get it done properly. And it's actually very easy to mess up if you don't have a lot of experience. Uh, it's something that we always recommend going to the experts at your local bike shop to, to handle. Uh, it's really not something that most consumers should uh, should attempt themselves unless they have the correct tools and a bit of experience. Uh, but also, uh, another big uh, uh, detriment to the Press Fit 30 system is that, uh, again, if those tolerances change a little bit, if they're you know if you're on a long ride and and you know things can happen, things can move around on a bike, and uh, the the bottom bracket could start creaking, uh, and that's that's something I think we we probably all experience at some point at some point in our cycling lives. Uh, having a creaky bike, having a creaky bottom bracket shell, a uh, uh, noise that's coming up, that's really quite annoying. And so that's uh, that's really something that Chris King and Argonaut wanted to, uh, wanted to get rid of. I was going to say, that is one time when all of us think about our bottom bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really, uh, you really don't think about it until something goes wrong. Uh, so anyway, so Chris King and Argonaut really came up with the idea to uh, incorporate a threaded system. Uh, for the new bottom bracket standard that they developed. Uh, again, it's called T47. And, uh, and really, it, it basically utilizes a PressFit 30 system, but with, with threads. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, something, it's something that could be widely used throughout the industry, and uh, it's, it's very, very unique. Uh, so basically what it is, it's a, uh, uh, basically a threaded system. With, uh, that's 47, uh, has a, a 47 excuse me, millimeter uh, outside thread diameter. Uh, by a one millimeter thread pitch, and uh, it's, it's very similar to the classic uh, BSA threaded system that most old bikes, uh, most old titanium and steel bikes, uh, utilize. So that's something that we 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 know works well. Uh, it's very easy to install bottom brackets. You know, you just basically just screw them in, and then you unscrew them to to clean them and maintain them. Give them a little bit of a little bit of uh, you know, TLC, and uh, again, that's something that. We really don't uh, we don't see a lot of uh, in regards to creaking and uh, annoying noises like that. Now, when will you have the opportunity to try that out? Uh, we're hoping to get a test bike from Argonaut Cycles very soon, um, but uh, unfortunately, it's it's a, it's in very limited production right now. Uh, so, because of the new standard, it's it's not really something that you can retrofit onto other bikes. Right. Uh, it requires basically a steel or a metal. Um, uh, you know, inserts into the bottom bracket shell, and that's really something that frame manufacturers need to incorporate uh, at the time of manufacturing. Um, we have heard from from the folks at Chris Keene that you theoretically you could take a um, a typical th- uh, press thirty uh, metal shell and uh, tap it in order to get the threads. Uh, obviously, that's not something we're getting, we're expecting a lot of people to do. So, really, we're waiting for. Uh, the frame manufacturers to get a hold of this new technology and to be able to create new bikes based around it. Uh, so again, Argonaut Cycles, uh, they, they helped develop it with Chris King, so they're going to be the ones to receive the first uh, first few examples. And uh, officially, we're going to be seeing that launch at the uh, 2016 North American Handmade Bicycle Show. Uh, that'll take place in February. So that's when we'll see a lot of bikes on display with, uh, with the new T47 standard. And uh, at that point, we'll see a lot more uh, smaller handcrafted artisan uh, frame builders really utilizing this new system. And uh, really, it's probably going to take uh, probably about a year or two before the big bike manufacturers uh, start utilizing this technology uh, if, if they choose to do so. So, Michael, the NABS show sounds like a great place for uh, someone like Chris King, Argonaut, to um, 
really display this product because there's so many and such a wide variety of, of frame manufacturers there. Uh, very true. Uh, yeah, the NAB show, the North American Handmade Bicycle Show, it's it's a fantastic event. Um, uh, Roadback Action Magazine, we've been in attendance for, for the last several years, and uh, we always get a lot of great photos of, of beautiful handmade uh, custom bicycles. Uh, everything from road bikes to mountain bikes to cyclocross bikes to touring bikes are on display, and it, it's really a, a unique event. And, and something I encourage anyone, if, if you're able to, uh, you should definitely attend. Uh, in uh, 2016, it will be held in uh, Sacramento, California. I believe that's the, uh, the convention center there in Sacramento. Uh, at the end of February, so uh, it's a market calendar calendars. Uh, sure. But really, yeah, the NAB show is a, is a great place for uh, the smaller brands like Argonaut to to really show off new technology, uh, show off new designs, and uh, really, um, really, it's a great event for uh, you know to look at uh, uh, you know these these great new things that are, are coming about in uh, road bike design. You're listening to Road Bike Action Magazine's Bike Tech with Assistant Editor Michael White. Now, Michael, uh, tell us about something that your website does on Fridays. This sounds pretty interesting. Oh, yes. Uh, so on uh, every Friday, uh, roadbikeaction.com, we have a, uh, a recurring story called our Friday 5 product review. Uh, and it's essentially a showcase of five unique products or bikes that have uh, made their way into the RBA offices or uh, something that we've, we've heard about recently. And uh, it's really just a showcase to highlight the new products. And uh, so, for example, uh, this past week we uh, we featured some uh, some really unique new bar tape from Physique. Uh, showed off a, uh, a new um, a caliper uh, disc brake from uh, Paul Components, and uh, and also a new helmet from Specialized, among other things. Uh, also on our Friday Five product review, we also have a product giveaway uh, every week. You can go on there, uh, send in uh, send in an email to uh, to the email address listed on the page. And uh, you can be entered to win a, a pretty cool set of prizes. Uh, they vary from week to week. Sometimes it's a nutrition products. Sometimes a T-shirt or a hat or socks. Sometimes it's a full cycling kit. Uh, there's always a lot of things being given away on the uh, Friday Five product review on RoadBikeAction.com. And uh, later this week, uh, this coming Friday, we have uh, some some more unique products, including some new shoes from Scott and uh, a new saddle from uh, Seller San Marco and. Uh, also, uh, some really unique arm warmers uh, from a company called Endura, Endura Clothing. Um, that's, I think, something that people should really check out. We're going to have a really great giveaway, too, uh, this Friday. And what's going on in the current edition of Road Bike Ag- Action Magazine? Uh, well, right now, we still have our November 2015 issue on uh, on newsstands and in bookstores. Uh, that's still a great issue. Um, that one, uh, again, has... All sorts of great, uh, great tech pieces, including the new Trek Madone, uh, Strand Electronic Group Set. Uh, but also, we're really, really excited about our newest issue. It's getting ready to go on sale very soon. Uh, it's our 2016 Bike Buyer's Guide. It's a special edition issue that's uh, actually not sent out to regular subscribers of Road Bike Action. Uh, it's a special issue, so it's only available on uh, newsstands and in bookstores. Uh, it's essentially a showcase of all of the great bikes coming your way in 2016 and uh, something you won't want to miss. We, we break down all the new bikes in the different categories uh, to help you make a great uh, purchasing decision next year when you're looking for a new bike and uh, as well as accessories, including helmets and shoes and uh, all sorts of great things. When will that be available? 
Uh, that will be going on sale within this next week, and it'll be on uh, on uh, newsstands and in bookstores for for about the next uh, two and a half to three months. So plenty of time to pick it up, but uh, I, I highly encourage everyone to go out there and find it. Something you won't want to miss. And our topic for next week: Consumer Direct. Yes, that's correct. So next week uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Consumer Direct business model as it pertains to the bike industry. Uh, at Road Bike Action Magazine, we've been uh, we've been testing uh, all sorts of bikes over the last few years, and uh, many of those have been from companies that operate on a consumer direct business model. Uh, and basically, what that means is uh, consumers go onto the company's website and uh, pick out a bike, order it directly from them. Uh, there's no dealer network, and no uh, no going into a local bike shop and uh, trying to find a bike there. So obviously, it's a, a hotly debated issue at this point in the bike industry. Uh, a lot of a lot of pros and cons to the business model, and uh, something we'll we'll dive into next week. I was going to say, I think that's going to be a very good discussion topic, and I think we're going to get a lot of questions and input before that show begins. <laughs> uh, I certainly hope so. It definitely is a, a, a hot-button issue right now in the bike industry. So I'm really looking forward to talking, to talking about it next week. All right, Michael White, thanks very much. Road Bike Action Magazine's Bike Tech. Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.